Hello, welcome to Dial F Flanger, um, the interview chat show, and today I'm talking to an old friend of mine, Jay Jones. Um, now, Jay Jones... I'm younger uh, than you, man. <laughs> I'm not an old friend, I'm younger than you. I'm talking about the age of our friendship, I'm not talking about your age. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, is that right? Everyone is younger than me at this point, I've found. Uh. Yeah. But, um, Jay, I got to know you, you were doing a podcast on... Uh, Captain Adam and Booster Gold with your mate Roy, and that's how I got to know you. And at some point, we started chatting online. Um, we and fell became, in love. We became good friends. Well, I, do, <laughs> I, I think what it was, I, I sensed that um, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about um, personally in your life, and we we did a bit of that, and we got to know each other quite well. And we've maintained the friendship for uh, through thick and thin, and up and down, and. Um, when I heard you podcast, I thought, wow, this guy has a, um, a mellifluous voice. Um, and, <laughs> and then you disclosed that you used to be in a band, and not just any any band, a nerd band. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, which really impressed me. So do you want to talk about your nerd band? Now, what was the name of your band? Uh, we were the Roy Clark Method, founded in, I believe, 1999. Oh, okay, yeah. Last century. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yep, 20 years ago, 22 years ago now. Uh, it uh, the, the founding members were myself, uh, the aforementioned Roy Cleary. Our original name of the band, wait, wait, I guess I should go through all the members before I go off on a tangent. But uh, <laughs> the other two were my younger brothers, uh, Ben and Tim Vance. They're my half-brothers. That's why they have different last names. Uh we just got together one night in my brother's basement and started messing around with the keyboard, with the sampling keyboard, and uh, recorded some songs. And they thought that I sounded good enough to uh, pass as a rock stinger, so we did that. Do you play anything? Throughout the lifetime of the, van- of the band, I played the recorder. It was a little plastic, you know, flute like oh, yeah, thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one that they force kids to learn at school. Oh yeah, yeah. And I played it badly. And uh, I also played the uh, cowbell. Oh, wow. I was I was playing the cowbell before um, uh, Will Ferrell. But that's not true at all. But still, I, <laughs> yeah. We had a song once called I Love the Cowbell. That was, that's where I really shined. <laughs> you really busted out a big solo on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a lot like the cowbell sketch from Saturday Night Live, too. You know, just prancing around the stage, hitting that thing. <laughs> Wow. Uh, that was me. Wow. Okay. So real rock god stuff there. Yes. <laughs> and and not that you asked, but originally what I was saying was originally the band was called the Emperors, and uh, we each had stage names that were different uh, different rulers throughout history. Ah. Um, I don't remember who I was. Um, one of us. I'm not going to say who it was, but one of us was Hitler. Roy was uh, Roy was given the nickname Charlemagne. Yep. And we had a friend who would come and play with us some, sometimes who wasn't really officially part of the band. We called him Little Miro. <laughs> um, Better than Hitler. Uh, Charlemagne stuck. Roy still you know, calls himself Charlemagne online sometimes. Right, okay. Um, and so your band, did, did it start off as a nerd band or did it evolve into a nerd band? Uh, it started off as straight rock and roll. But I decided when I started to write to really write songs i wanted to write songs that meant something uh so i played to my strength i wrote what i knew 
And the first nerd song I wrote was uh, was actually about the Green Lantern. <clears throat> so now we didn't start off as a nerd band. We just sort of gravitated there because that's you know that's that's what I knew. Oh well, by unique coincidence, I think I have that song with me. So uh, do you want to give it an intro and we'll we'll play we'll play a chunk of it. Uh, well, I mean, this is the one that made the ladies swoon. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, I actually was uh, talking to my ex-wife this morning about it, and I said, well, "What is the one song that really that that really turned your head with my band?" And she said, "It was Sector Twenty Eight Fourteen. It made me swoon." So, uh, yep, that's how I used to get girls back in the uh, early two thousands on the internet. That's uh, and as far as other setup goes, I wrote the lyrics. Uh, I did not write the music. Um, my younger brother did the music for most of the songs, Ben. Um, but this one, the uh, he straight lifted off of a, a Pixie song called "Where Is My Mind." Let's have a little bit of a listen. magic green it is the color green it can do anything sometimes it speaks to me it says how what have you done with your life people around you keep dying use your will to right the wrong and don't make us wait Like I own the place Do what the blue men say Wish they would go Yeah, that's pretty nerdy, Jay. There's uh, a lot of um, not-too-subtle Green Lantern references in there, aren't there? And if you want to get super nerdy, uh, it's not just you know any iteration of the Green Lantern. It's specifically Hal Jordan after he went crazy and became Parallax, before he became the Spectre. So it's it's that little narrow part of his uh, life. Was that where it was um, in historical comic terms at the time, or did you just hone in on that period? I think at that time he may have already become the Spectre, uh, but I'm okay. not sure. That song actually led me into podcasting. Oh, how did that happen? Well, I didn't know that there... I knew there were podcasts out there. I used to listen to Kevin Smith sometimes, the Smodcast that he did with Scott Mosier. Uh, but I didn't really know that there you know, was an audience for podcasts and that, that you know people were talking about comic books. Um, one day, somebody sent me an email saying, I found your song on YouTube, and I'd like to... Uh, get my buddies on, on their Green Lantern podcast to play it. And I'm like, well, that's sure. That's great. You know, just let me know where I can listen to it. The podcast was called The Lantern Cast. Oh, yeah. And the kid who had contacted me was this kid named Chad Bokelman. 
Oh, yes. Whom I met again years later and ended up podcasting with. But at the time, I you know went into it not knowing who any of these people were, and, and Chad wasn't even podcasting then. He was just a fan, I believe. I mean, Chad could tell me if I'm getting the story wrong, but uh, no, he's asleep. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm making a joke as if he's here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I'm funny. That, that is uh, funny. That's very funny. But yeah, that's that's how that song eventually led me into podcasting. And like, there's other comic book podcasts, and then uh, my buddy Roy is like, yeah, there's one about Firestorm. And, and, you know, somebody else, but you should listen to it. And so I started listening to the Fire and Water podcast, and that's when uh, Roy and I decided we could do this, too. No, don't don't so. plug them. They're big enough. Yeah. That you, you, I'm not. Um, now, I happen to know this. You are a massive Firestorm fan, and you probably would have podcasted about Firestorm, except some bastard had got in first. That's correct, isn't it? No, that is completely incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Roy is a massive Firestorm fan. Yeah. I'm a passing Firestorm fan. I mean, I, I read it in the 80s. I liked it. I wouldn't call myself massive, but, yeah, I liked the character. Now, it was it was Roy who was the, the big Firestorm guy. And originally when I was trying to get him to podcast about comics, it was going to be Captain Adam and Firestorm. But he didn't want to step on any toes. Yeah. Um, the, the one guy who does do the Firestorm podcast is litigious, I hear. So uh, we He's backed off. and like very big, filthy toes, too. Yeah, so I hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So so he just went with his second favorite uh, superhero, which was Booster Gold. So Captain Adam is your favorite character? Absolutely. For some unknown reason, Captain Adam has always been my favorite. And yet you needed a band to get, you know, girls. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Couldn't you just tell tell them about Captain Adam and go from there? No, I used to try that. You know, I would sit down, I'd meet girls at the bar, I'd sit down next to them, I'd be like, you know, Captain Adam was actually originally created by Steve Ditko? And uh, they'd be like, oh, really? Tell me about Steve Ditko. And, uh, you know, it just actually didn't work that way at all. <clears throat> they'd be like, Steve what now? All right. Do you want to explain the, the name of your band, the Roy Clark Method? That's a little bit um, obtuse, I'd say. Is it now? Um, okay. Well, do you know who Roy Clark was? Uh, is he like an old musician man band person? He was a uh, well-known a TV country, presenter. country and western guitar player. Ah. Who uh, he did end up on a television program called Hee Haw, ah. which was a uh, variety show, comedy show that focused on country and western music primarily. Hang on, if that show was called Hee Haw, it would have been a completely different thing. It probably would have been, and I could go on about you know what I think Hee Haw would be, but uh, I don't know if you want an NC-17 rating on your podcast. Uh, well, no. Uh, All right, no, sorry, I went off track then. So Hee Haw, okay. yeah. Um, Okay, that's very parochial and American, that title. So, I mean, you, I don't think you were positioned for worldwide success with that title of your band. <laughs> so. But, uh, so after the popularity of Hee Haw, uh, after it went off the air, which on, it was on the air for many, many years, but after it went off the air, Roy Clark started to, um, started to sell this thing on late night TV, uh, which was his method for playing the guitar which was basically you put different colored stickers up on the fretboard of the guitar so you knew wherever all the purple stickers were, where that's your G chord, you put your fingers there. Uh-huh. And where all the yellow stickers are, that's your A chord, you put your fingers there. And that was his method for teaching guitar. And uh, I never really liked the name of the Roy Clark Method as a band. Right. I, I suggested it as a joke, and my bandmates would never let me change it. Oh, dear. 
Uh, I did come up. I came up with the perfect name for our band, but they just wouldn't let me change it. I wanted to change the name of the band to. Uh, no, I've forgotten now. I think it was Spank. Spank. <laughs> Spank. I thought that was great. Spank. Well, um, I've actually been thinking about your band, and I mean, I know your the band members are scattered to the four winds now. So, um, you know, if we wanted to, you know, start a new band, I would, you know, Tom Parker the shit out of you. I reckon. Um, okay. Yeah, and. I think you need some a really strong bit of management, um, but I, I think you've got to lean into the nerd band thing. So uh, I've been workshopping names. So you tell me what you think of these. So um, Fanglog. 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 Uh, it's catchy. Yeah, it's reminiscent of Fangoria and Starlog, don't you think? Uh, yeah, definitely. There's a, there's a, I can see both of those. I I read both of those in the eighties. Uh, Fanglog. Fanglog. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. No? Okay. Well, well, all right. What about... This one is straight, you know, comic shop people. Um, Wednesday Warriors. <laughs> Wednesday Warriors. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, that's that's comic book day, right? Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. actually, DC changed it, so it's Tuesday for DC, but uh, let's... Yeah, you know, it's traditional. It. You know, they've had no sense of tradition, do they, DC? No, not no. at all. All right. Uh, here's another one. Um, Crisis Connection. Crisis Connection. I don't know. Yeah. A little too. That's a little too narrow because you know, Crisis DC owns Crisis, and you know we might want to sing songs about Thanos. No, I've had my I lawyers go over it. I've had the lawyers go over it, and yeah. Well, I mean, you could change it to um, some, you know, Crisis Imperative or Atlantis Contract or you know something like that. You know, you get in a bit of DC, a bit of Marvel that way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but you're clearly not an indie guy with all those titles. Anyway, um, this clearly one, not. No. This one it sounds cool, but if you're in the know, you go, "Oh, that's a comic band." And uh, this is um, straight out of John Byrne's uh, Genesis. Uh, Call the band God Wave. God Wave. God Wave. God Wave. God Wave sounds awesome. I'm gonna have to Google that because I tend to uh, steer clear of John Byrne. Uh, I liked what he did with Superman, but then I didn't like what he did with... Uh, That's okay. No one will know what it is. Yeah. Uh, in, in Genesis, the... Uh, it's a cosmic force of divine energy. That's it. Yeah. It's like I got Google right here. Yeah. It makes me look smart. It alters um, people's powers in such a way that it, they don't stay altered at all for, for beyond the crossover confines. So... Okie dokie. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Um, so <laughs> how long was your band together and what was the recording history of your band? Okay, well, like I said, we got together like 99, 2000. You know, we just started goofing off in the basement. My stepfather owned a uh, music store. Wow. So That's an early yeah, always Yeah. There <laughs> as were always, many cowbells uh, as he could use any time. Yeah. And uh, eventually we had a, a whole uh, recording studio in the basement of the house. Oh, what? When he closed his business and all his equipment was moved there. So uh, that's how our first album was, was created. But um, nobody really knew how to play anything. We just uh, had a lot of musical instruments laying around. So one day we're just hanging out, being goofy, making stupid uh, movies with our video camera. And uh, my brother gets on the sampling keyboard and starts playing uh, Yesterday by the Beatles. And basically, he's not playing it. He just pushed the button and it, it automatically played it. Uh, <laughs> And Roy is sitting at the drums, and he starts banging on the drums. Never played the drums before, really, and just started drumming along with it. And uh, 
my other brother picked up a guitar and started to uh, strum on it, but he didn't know what he was doing. And I started singing yesterday, and uh, we thought we sounded pretty good. So I wrote a couple of songs that didn't make any sense, and we would get together once or twice a week and just practice in the basement, me and the kids and Roy. And uh, <clears throat> my youngest, my eldest younger brother, Jonathan, came over once, and he was actually an aspiring musician with a band. He'd been to L.A., so, you know, he was fancy. Wow. And uh, he said, you know, I have a gig in a couple of weeks. Would you guys like to open for me? And uh, we're like, yeah, sure. Where's it at? It's at the 40-Watt Club in Athens, which is a band. It's a club known for um, REM used to play there. Oh. And I believe the B-52s. And if you were anybody in Athens in the 80s, you played the 40-Watt. And a lot of, you know, great bands came out of Athens in the 80s. That's uh, uh, Athens, Georgia, not Athens, Greece. No, it's Athens, Greece. Yeah, oh, we had okay. to fly oh. all the way to Greece. Oh, shit. Yes, Athens, Georgia. Yeah. We have an Athens, Georgia. We have a Rome, Georgia. We have a Canberra, Georgia. You know, it's crazy. Um, we don't really have a Canberra, and I think I pronounced that wrong. Canberra. <clears throat> you, don't Canberra. Lean, you don't lean into the B in the middle. B. B. Canberra. I'm just trying to say I know things about Australia. Yeah, you do, you actually. You are, you are a very keen student of Australian um, minutiae. Yes, spiders <laughs> in particular. Yeah, oh yeah, we got the spiders. I'm just br- brushing them off my legs as we talk. Get off. Oh yeah, I heard that with the uh, flooding uh, that the spiders are all migrating more inland, and uh, somebody sent me some pictures of you know massive spider webs. And uh, uh, Your country's terrifying. Oh, that's fine. We've got mouse plagues at the moment. <laughs> okay, so we played the 40-watt, and uh, we were miserable. We were horrible. We cleared the place out. By the time my brother's band got up, there was nobody left in the place. <laughs> we still got paid, and uh, we still had fun, and we kept it up. And um, that's when we decided to start writing real songs, and I wrote the Green Lantern song. And uh, one day, my same that same brother said, well, let's record an album. And uh, we did, and he was working for a... Uh, a guy who was a music producer in Atlanta, um, who used to produce for some bands you might have heard of, um, 38 Special, uh, who else did he produce for? Littered Skinnerd, I think. Oh, um, the Beatles. A lot of, a lot of big southern southern uh, acts. Uh, his name was Rodney Mills. But yeah, he was he was a big dude. He didn't really do much. He just let us use his equipment in his house to record. Ah. But we still called him the executive producer of our first CD. Uh-huh. And... Uh, after that, things just snowballed. I mean, we never became anything big, like huge, but we'd have a couple of gig, couple of gigs a, a month, and you know, we were having fun. Cool. And uh, then we all, we you know, we broke up and went our separate ways. Right. The end. So, did, did the band successfully um, jumpstart your love life at all? <laughs> well, yeah, sort of. I mean, I, I did. Like I said, I I did use it to woo girls on the internet, and I did meet meet one who uh, agreed to. Uh, Marry me and have my child. So uh, was that the first meeting that it, that was resolved? Or? Yeah, yeah, the very first time we met, we we just you know, let's get married and have a child. <laughs> no, it was it was more gradual than that. Right. I mean, I, I I do have skills. At, 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 no, I don't. I don't know. She was just foolish and she agreed to marry me. Uh, but that's that's the reason why the band broke up because I moved away from Georgia to be with her uh, and you know just weren't together anymore and by the time I moved back to Georgia nobody was interested in doing it anymore 
Right. And uh, then one of my brothers moved to New Zealand, and uh, that's that. That's the end of the band oh, forever, okay. unless and I do it with different people. So, uh, yeah, what were some of the you know the live crowd pleasers that your band had? Um, well, the one in particular, the one that I was best known for, would have been Mr. Vacuum Cleaner. Uh, and it started out as an innocent idea that snowballed out of control as we were writing it. And for some reason, we just kept all of the out-of-control elements. And uh, it, it was a fan favorite. Uh, why, don't you, uh, <laughs> why don't you just rip that Band-Aid off right now and let your listener hear how horrible that song is. <laughs> okay. Saw my ex-wife yesterday She was with old what's-his-name All they did was point and laugh And that was when I snapped Hey, Mr. Vacuum Cleaner You suck really good Clean all the carpet up Just like I knew you could you suck really nice Getting you to suck me off Was my one and only vice I'm in love with a vacuum cleaner Shaft is long and hard All I need is a vacuum cleaner And extension cord People sometimes look at me Like I'm a fucking nut They've never had a vacuum cleaner Snake up in their butt Broke into my ex's place my fists upon her face Then I pulled down new guy's pants Shoved that vacuum up his ass Hey, Mr. Vacuum Cleaner You suck really good Clean all my carpet up It's like I knew you could Hey, Mr. Vacuum Cleaner You suck really nice Getting you to suck me off Was my one and only vice I'm in love with the vacuum cleaner Uh, well, yeah, that's that's uh, one of the most straightforward songs about uh, domestic appliance sex that I've ever heard. <laughs> now, it started out so innocently because we were driving back from Athens one night, and we were like, you know, we want to write songs more like our, our, our hero bands, our favorite bands. One of my favorite bands was They Might Be Giants. Oh, yes. So how do you, you, know, how do you write a song that, that's in the vein of They Might Be Giants? Um, I decided, well, I'll write a song that gives, you know, that, that – What's the word? Anthropomorphizes yeah. a household item. Yeah. And uh, so it started out as just a song about a vacuum cleaner, but uh, it quickly went off the rails and just stayed there and never, you know, never became anything innocent ever again. <clears throat> it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it is terrible. I, I will grant you that. All right. And you know what um, the worst part is when you're in the grocery store and some kid walks up to you and says, Hey, Mr. Vacuum Cleaner. <laughs> Talking about your new career with your new band, um, uh, Fanglog or Godwave or yeah. uh, Wednesday Warriors, whatever we're calling the band. Okay, I, It's going to be Godwave, yeah. Godwave, okay. Fantastic. Godwave. Um, now, it's very important to have a really strong album title, um, and I think you need your album title to communicate a certain thing about the band. Um, so, all right. So, and the thing you want to communicate about your band is um, you're a nerd, yeah. But you're, yeah. you're you've got some deep roots in your nerddom. It's not just you know surface nerddom. So, um, all right. So these are some of the names I came up for uh, your album. Okay. Um, Living in the Mirror Snyderverse. <laughs> okay, I like yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's 
just Snyder movies with more facial hair, I believe. Um, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Everybody's got a goatee. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, oh, this one's good. Wayland Yutani offers Christmas party. <laughs> I understand that reference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know Wayland Yutani. Yeah. Awesome. Um, or, or how about um, this one's kind of you know intellectual. It's studying for the Voigt comp test. Oh, now that one's over my head. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that's from Blade Runner. The Voigt comp test was the uh, test oh. they would run on the replicants to see if they were human. So I've known that you're going to have yeah. to revoke my nerd card now. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, that one, you know. It's ironic because you can't study to be a human. Well, I, uh, some could say that we've been studying our entire lives. You know, uh, could just be a human. Anyway, yeah. All right. So which one? <laughs> which ones of those do you want? Do you want to have Godwave uh, living in the Mirror Smilitiverse or Wayland Yutani offers Christmas party? I don't think we should have um, studying for the Voigt comp test because uh, you know it's you can't you don't have much affinity with that title. What, uh, <laughs> what are you feeling there? It's the Snyderverse. It has to be. Living in the Mirror Snyderverse by Godwave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Coming soon. Are you going to do a uh, vinyl release? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we're hip, right? That's what hipsters do. They, they put things out in vinyl. Okay. All right. Um, now, uh, were any of your songs serious or uh, any of the songs you're particularly proud of? Yeah. I mean, there were some serious ones. Uh and some that I'm particularly proud of. The one I'm proudest of most was not serious. <laughs> it was uh, Cyber Controller. Uh, and that is basically um, a Doctor Who romance song about a Cyberman falling in love. Oh. If you know Doctor Who and you know the Cyberman, you know how unlikely that is. Yeah, yeah. Got, <clears throat> but it was. Uh, they've got no heart. Yeah, they got no heart. They got no emotion. Mm. And uh, one of the, and, and, and their their one of their weakness is gold. So, one of their lines is, you know, that he was free of free of lust, free of hate, free of gold too, something like that. Right. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to listen to it again. I couldn't tell you exactly uh, the words. It's been a while. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, well, let's have a we'll, we'll have a listen together. Let's hold hands and listen. Together. the heart of a man rip open my chest plate pull it out if you can free of gold free of love free of fear I'll tell the cyber Inside the planet in a 
shows off my brother's uh, drumming skills he's so awesome no it's like you know it's not it is my it's i'm proudest of that song uh but it's not the most serious song i mean we we had a song that dealt with um my strained relationship with my mother uh we had a song about uh the relationship between me and my brother when i left to move to ohio to be with my wife um, from his perspective, the saying goodbye song. Um, there's a song about a, a kid that I went to junior high with who was murdered. So it's not all campy, fun and games, you know, nerdy pop stuff. We do have some serious stuff. But Cyber Controller is the one I'm proudest of because I just love the way it sounds. I can listen to that every day of my life for the rest of my life. Okay. Um well, part of my new management technique for you, um, I think we'll get you lots of session musicians who worked with Bowie or something like that. Um, but yeah, okay. I'll book some studio time once we nail down some of these songs. So you've got to get writing. Um, and I think I, I want to do something like the Marvel method, method with your um, songs. So like, I'll give you a title and I want you to come up with a song. So, <laughs> okay. So uh, let's see if we can inspire some creativity with um all right so uh, i you know i've even started some of the lyrics so like um you say i'm oliver queen after i say the first line okay all right ready okay i'm hal jordan i'm oliver queen i think we make one hell of a team etc and we'll call that yeah yeah, that song's going to be called hard traveling heroes okay all right yeah my my ward's a junkie uh you have a ring. I don't know. Yeah, I could go somewhere with that. The Wonder Twins have a monkey. I don't know. Yeah, there's all <laughs> sorts of, you know, songs there. Uh, all right. Um, so what sort of things did you like to sing? Like, you've mentioned Doctor Who. You've mentioned Green Lantern. Um, were there any other things that were particularly uh, favourites of yours that you worked into songs? Yes. Um, we did have a song that uh, was um, inspired by the... Writings of Douglas Adams, uh-huh. <laughs> a song called "The Heart of Gold." That, yeah. <laughs> I must admit, I think this is my favourite song of yours, and um, yeah, the, you used the opening bit for one of your podcasts. And oh yeah. I was quite uh, uh, happy to discover there was a song that continued from that, and uh, it's actually on my phone. It comes on my rotation in the car, and 
everyone. That's a good one. Yeah, it's really catchy. So um, I'd say that's probably my second you know, favorite of, of my songs. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's a good one. But uh, yeah, let's have a listen to Heart of Gold. I, it, I love the lyrics. It's it it does you know if you know your Douglas Adams, it really takes you there. It does. <laughs> Making the laws of physics look the other way Flying away from our custom-made world With greed and sex and paranoia She has a heart of gold And the spoiler on the back She can go real fast, I'm told But she can't take me back Western spiral arm, bone in my beard and a Seiko on my arm. Secrets of life locked up in my head. No one will know them until I am dead. She's got a heart of gold and a spoiler on the back. She can go real fast, I'm told, but she can't take me back. We'll have a drink at the end of the world. Toast to the galaxy, watch it unfurl Talk about the way things might have been If this traveler and I had not become friends She has a heart of gold And a I feel like it really does do the, do the, the source material justice I mean, uh, the very first line is lifted straight from Douglas Adams' writing. It's a you know, giant white running shoe hanging in space, making the laws of physics look the other way. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great. That's a great song. I'm, I'm really good. I, I'm, yeah, I I really should get back to that. You know, I should. I should be a musician again. Well, here's some <clears> more <throat> inspiration for song titles. Okay, you ready? Okie dokie. Okay. Um, cry, man, baby, cry. Because, I mean, uh, as a nerd band, you've really got to address some of the schisms in nerddom now. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> in 1999, nerddom was lots of fun. And now it's, you know, there's a lot of uh, hate and a lot of, uh, you know, butt hurt, <laughs> let's say. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Cry, ba- Man, Baby, Cry, I want you to tackle that head on. I want you to nail uh, your nerd mask up and say, look, this is the stuff I'm not going to put up with. So, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, uh, you can have lyrics like, uh, cry, man, baby, cry, as you watch The Last Jedi. <laughs> cry, man, baby, cry, as you watch Brie Larson fly. How about, you know, can you run with that one for a bit? I, I could. Yeah? I, uh, I don't know. I know I'd, I'd have to really think about it, but I definitely would throw something in about how uh, people complain about the parallels between the first Star Wars movie and the, uh, the first of the uh, sequels, the... Force Awakens and oh, the New right, Hope, yeah, yeah. yeah, which uh, you know people complain about that quite a bit. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to touch on that, but I'd have to find a funny way to do it. Yeah, and uh, nothing, nothing is springing to mind. Well, you could chuck in things like you know, remember the good old days when Captain America wasn't political, and you know, all that sort of stuff. <clears throat> when was Captain America not political? You punched Hitler. He wasn't. He? he wasn't. That's the point, Jay. It's <laughs> it's sarcastic. It's ironic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lana gotcha. Mor- Morrison never sung about that, but it is ironic. 
and personally, I thought Brie Larson did a great job. So did I. So did I. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with The Last Jedi because of who's in it or um, what happens in the plot. It's it's just, it's a dumb story. That's that's. I mean, it has some of the best bits of Star Wars and some of the worst bits of Star Wars. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's a Harry Potter film in the middle when they go to a casino, and I don't like that. Oh, man, I could write songs about Harry Potter, sure. Oh, I hate Harry Potter. I'm not gonna... Oh, that's too bad. So no. does Roy. As your manager, I'm going to steer you away from that. So no Harry Potter. Fine, whatever. Yeah. The right. Hunger Games it is. Oh, <clears throat> golly. Uh, all right, so, uh, you need a love song? A love song for um, comic fans? Uh, let's call it uh, The Final Order Cut Off on My Heart. Okay, okay. So, so if you're a comic fan, you know that the final order cutoff is the last window for you to order something before it's um, your order is locked. Right. So, you know, this is the final order cutoff of my heart. Or we I'm, just call it FOC. FOC on my heart, yep. Yeah. That's beautiful, isn't it? Damn, yeah. I'm good. I'm so good. Um, all right. Hey, uh, you should do this, man. Yeah, well, you're the, you, get, you get writing. And I'll produce. Do you do you play a musical instrument? I do not. I don't sing. I don't play anything. Perfect. I have, I have no Perfect. musical talent at all. You'd fit right in. I do like money though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. All right. Let's get. Uh, all right. Moving on to other songs. What about too many bat books? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, I could write a song called "Too Many Bat Books." <laughs> too, too many bat books. Yep. Um. Definitely. Who needs the Bat Family? I mean, oh, I don't want to step on anybody's, you know, toes for their their favorite character or anything, but come on, mm. enough's enough. Yeah. Um, now, probably uh, one about a a relationship breaking down called "You Filled My DVR." <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Found your calling. Okay. Uh, what about looking back at your life, but making it like a, a, a YouTube video about a movie trailer. So we'll call it Trailer Breakdown Video. <laughs> trailer Breakdown Video. Hmm. Now, one thing I used to do when I would write songs is I would try to uh, make it not obvious what the subject matter really, subject matter really was, you know? So if I was going to do that, I would probably call it In a World. In a World. Uh, just In a World. Like, mm-hmm. you know... Sector twenty eight fourteen. When I when I when we put that out, nobody who listened to our music knew who Green Lantern was or what Sector twenty eight fourteen is, mm-hmm. which is the sector of space that he patrols. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Yeah, and uh, you know a lot of the people who who did swoon at that song did not realize what it was actually about. Yeah, they <laughs> fallen straight into a nerd trap. Those losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I don't mean to call anyone in your life a loser. Um, but, <laughs> um, all right, something current. Current. Um, let the bat go down on me. Oh God! You know, I just actually heard about that today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> I don't know why it's such a big deal, uh, but it, you know, it shouldn't be in a cartoon, probably. Is it in a cartoon? No, it's not in a cartoon. That's the point. But I mean, Harley Quinn isn't just any cartoon. It's very uh, raunchy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, like you know, like you said, there are too many Bat books. I can't follow all the. I can't follow the nuances of all the different Batman things in the world. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe we don't want to have "Let the Bat Go Down" on me on the same album as uh, "Too Many Bat Books." Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit too bad. 
Um, too right. bad. Too bad. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got the field. No- um, well, all right, how about this one? Uh, this one is educational about comics. Um, it's called Cameo or First Appearance. Okay. <laughs> you know, so Hulk, Incredible Hulk 180 versus 181. Right. So right. You know, Wolverine in silhouette versus, you know, or, or, you know, just appearing on the last page or, is, you know, very interactive. It's like um, the, the Lady Thor comic. She is on the cover of issue one. But issue two, some people are saying that's her first appearance when she's not on the cover of... Uh, she's not fully featured in issue one, but she's on the cover. So, I mean, to me, that's stupid. She's on the cover. So, cameo... Or th- that would be a very controversial song, I think, and would, you know... I I think so. I have an opinion, you yeah, know? You I think... Cop some hate I definitely that think that, you know... Like, like the first appearance of Doomsday in the yeah. Superman books was just tacked onto the end of, of an entirely different story. Yeah. Uh, where he's like punching his way out of whatever prison thing he's in, and uh, but you don't know, you know, you don't really get Doomsday for what six more issues. Yeah, I mean, is that, it is it really Doomsday when he's sort of half in his green outfit and you know crushing canaries, or um, is it when he's fully exposed? <laughs> it's really confusing. I've got to keep all those issues because I don't, I never know which one's the valuable one. You just inspired another song. I'm going to write a song about Doomsday, and I'm going to call it Fully Exposed. Fully Exposed. It's going to be raunchy, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it could be emotional. It could be, you know, you, you about, you know, showing, no, no. showing your true emotions. Uh, okay. Not, not okay. that clever. Not okay. that clever. All right, all right. Um, now, this one, the spoiler song, where you just spoil as many things as possible. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, to the tune of, like, um, uh, that uh, Billy Joel song. Oh, yeah. We didn't start the fire. All of this. Yes, yes. Yeah. But it's all just spoilers. Bruce Willis is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That could be good. But uh, you'd want to get that out, um, you know, wait till there's a big movie and then put the spoiler for the big new hot movie in the song. And then Definitely, when it, yeah. whenever you do it live, you can update it with new spoilers. You right. Know, it could be ever-evolving. Um, all right, all right, all right. Now, this one... You, you know the the term cover song, yes? Oh yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, that's a song where you cover someone else's music. Um, did yeah, you ever yeah, do that? Did you ever do that? Did that? Did that quite a bit actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, any any popular ones that you really like doing? Well, there was this one in particular, uh, Blur song. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Blur is the band that uh, eventually became Gorillas. Yeah. Uh, but you know, back back in the day. They had a song called Song 2, and uh, <clears throat> that one would often bring the house down, and uh, we enjoyed playing it quite a bit. And uh, as far as I know, there are no uh, published recordings of that song out there. Well, there's the original by Blur. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean us doing it. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, except for, you know, the one that I gave you yesterday. Yeah, alright, well let's have a little <laughs> listen to this uh, so It's a live demo exclusive track For those of you yeah. who have um, the full Roy Clark Method discography This is a little bonus for you Yes, definitely, and sound quality is not great But, uh, you know But the enjoy. energy, the energy's there <laughs>
right, so that's that's song two. Uh, were you ever tempted to up the ante and do like song song four and something twice as fast? Uh, no, never occurred to us. Oh, that's why you need me uh, looking after your band. All right, so yeah. um, cover song. Um, yep. Let's. How about this? This is clever because it's combining cover in two ways. So, gold foil variant cover song. Oh, great! Gold foil variant cover song. Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, that's what I said. That is, uh, that's clever. Yeah. And that the girls would not get that one, so you know yeah. they think you were smart cookies. Yeah, yeah that's good, isn't it? Uh, that sounds yeah. like a um, side two opener, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, all right now. This one, you know, there's the the big questions in life, the things that you know people debate, and you know, you, you know, how many roads, that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. This Paper is, or plastic. Yeah. Yeah. This is your equivalent. Uh, it's called "Is the Walking Dead an Indie Title?" <laughs> that's a that's a good question too. <laughs> wow. You know, I could actually. Uh, yes, I could write that. Okay. Cool. Because it, you know, it did. It was an indie title once, wasn't it? Uh, <clears throat> but now it's not anymore. Well, that's the eternal debate. I mean, does you know tremendous success make you lose your indie cred? I think it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the Beatles. You know, once they left Hamburg, it was all over, wasn't it? Yeah. Once they left Hamburg, they left Stuart behind. Mm, yes. I saw that movie Backbeat, so I know all about Stuart Sutcliffe. I didn't see it, but, uh, you know, I'm just well-read. And... <laughs> <laughs> I met a lady once who uh, said that she grew up in Liverpool with John and Paul. Yeah. And, that uh, you know, she used to hang out with them all the time. And I said, oh, so you knew Stuart. And she's like, Stuart? I don't know it's Stuart. I'm like, well, you know, everything I've read was that John and Stuart were, like, best friends in the world. How are you going to be so close to John and not know who Stuart is? Yeah. Crazy lion Liverpudlian. I, I knew a guy who said that um, they they could have had their school dance and that the, they were two bands they could have got. One was the Beatles and one was the, another band and they picked the other band. <laughs> All right, so um, I, th- I think we've probably got your career back on track, but I, I want you to get writing. Hmm, Okay. Okay. So, um, Only if you sing a couple of songs on the next album. Well, I do have a beautiful voice, too. You have the voice for radio, for sure. My wife loves it when I sing high notes. So. Oh, does she? Yeah. Why don't you uh, Why don't you hit me with your high note right now? No. <laughs> All right, Jay. Well, um, and I I wanted to thank you because I am using your music um as the intro and outro of the song. Just a little, you know, intro bit, just uh, because yep. um our podcast got attacked for music copyright preaching so since then I've, I've been a lot more cautious so um you know i yeah. i thought who do i know who's musical and then i ran down the list and i got to you and i said can i use one of your songs and you said yes and then i said i like using this song and you said oh that's a lovely song um and that song is flatland you want to talk about flatland oh flatland is uh my my brother ben wrote that one entirely he did the music and the lyrics so it is based on a novel by um, Edwin Abbott, and it's uh, it, it, I don't know if you've ever read it, but it's like an early science fiction novel, and it takes place in a land where everything is two-dimensional. Is this land the internet? 
<laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not because it was written in. It was first published in 1884. Oh, okay. So uh, you know, they had no idea they... what it. Was. No, although it would have been great, you know, if if uh, Edwin Abbott had come up with the idea of the internet in 1884, he'd be uh, some kind of genius, I guess. Yeah. But no, it's a, it's just a song about uh, um, I believe a. A guy who falls in love with uh, another person <laughs> in that world, and you know, I, I never, I never understood the story myself, but I sang the words, and uh, and I, I liked it. I liked the line, "Will you be my perfect little straight line?" Mm. Um, but you don't actually use any of the words when you play it for your show, so you know. But I will on this occasion, so I'll have the line. On this occasion, thank you. Yeah, but um, yeah, thank you for talking to me, Jay. Um, It's fair to say I feel like you're a a brother. Uh, I I don't have any physical brothers, but I certainly met a few people that um, you know I I care for very much, and you care for me, and it's you know I think we've got a great friendship, and yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. I I I feel the same. Now, uh, if people want to follow you on. Uh, where are you active in the world of the social medias and stuff? Uh, well, I'm not really active anywhere, but you know, occasionally I do tweet. Uh, I'm on Twitter at FKA Jason. Um, I'm on Instagram. I think I'm FKA Jason on Instagram too. I'm on, I'm on TikTok, but I can't remember my name on TikTok, <laughs> and I don't post any videos really. As far as the band is concerned, we are on Spotify. Ooh. We have a um, a Spotify exclusive album that is called um, Half of Us Are Dust, and that of course is uh, inspired by the um, Infinity War. Uh-huh. But it's got that album has got one previously unreleased track, and uh, yeah, that's it. It's cool. There's about 13 songs of, of ours on Spotify, and it's free for anybody who wants to listen to it. Fantastic. You should do it. I will. I have. Good luck, and I hope that all the groupies, you know, find you. Oh, yeah, I hope so, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's have a listen to Flatland, and I'll talk to you all next time on Dialect of Flatland. Thanks, man. Sometimes I feel like we're a different dimension. Sometimes I feel like we're a constant dissension. Sometimes I don't understand your opinion You have a way you see of hiding your attention Sometimes I just don't think that we see eye to eye It's hard to see you when you're facing to that side It's hard to see you when you're not facing the line You know I never did intend to make you cry Will you be mine? Perfect little straight line. Will you be my perfect little straight line? No, I cannot see above you or below you. No, I just cannot seem to get around you. I cannot continue to confound you. Perfect little straight line.
I'm not the sharpest angle in the land But I am also not the most obtuse I want to promise you I'll be forever true But I'm feeling stuck between The ceiling and the room Will you be my Perfect little Straight line Will you be my Perfect little Straight line Will you be my Perfect little Straight line 